Hello, and welcome to the Self-Improvement Book Club with Rachel. Today's book is Attached. Are you anxious, avoidant, or secure? How the Science of Adult Attachment Can Help You Find and Keep Love. And love I did. I love this book. It was really interesting and really made me think about myself and my own attachment style. Because although I have learned some background on attachment, the way this book outlined everything was so easy to read and made you think a little deeper about attachment. So the first time I was introduced to attachment in a deeper way was in grad school. I was finishing up grad school for becoming a therapist, clinical psychology, and my last, what I thought was my last semester with my internship, I was pregnant with my first child. So it happened to be, I was due in August, I was going to graduate in May, so I was finishing up while pregnant, and then I could be done, have the child. But I found out I was missing a class and I had to go back and do another semester with just one class and so I had a infant when I did that and the class was about human growth and development so it went into attachment and Bowlby's theory on attachment and how a child if it feels abandoned will then feel really insecure and may develop a anxious or avoidant attachment. And of course, I felt so guilty because my child was at home and I was in class. So I just remember that was the first time I was like, oh my gosh, am I messing up my own child? And of course, none of us parents can be perfect, but we try really hard. So this is not necessarily about the parent-child relationship, but more about romantic relationships and how attachment plays a role. This book gives you insight about the reasons why people behave in certain ways in relationship, and it helps you better manage the difficulties in your own relationship and grasp what you truly need for a successful partnership. So in the book, it talks about how being in an unsatisfied relationship can actually make you physically ill and what to do when your date still hasn't made a move or committed to you. And the book also addresses how much control you can actually have on the quality of your relationships. I mean, I don't know about you, but I think everyone deep down wants to have a secure attachment and live a happy and healthy life with a great partner. So let's begin with the basics. What is attachment? Attachment is a strong bond between two people and that bond lasts over time and it also forms a special need to connect with one another. It again could take the form of mother-child, father-child, or friendship or romantic relationships between two adults. 
The book gave an example of a couple that was on the great race and the woman in the relationship would get really stressed out on TV and want to hold her partner's hand to calm her down. And her partner often denied her because he felt like she was being too clingy. What human connection does, holding each other or holding hands, it actually calms the nervous system and physically can calm us down when our partner touches us, holds us, or supports us in a physical way. So the book's example, she was actually asking for reassurance and the physical bond would have calmed her down if her partner was willing to do it. Because researchers have found that when participants were able to hold their partner's hand, their hypothalamus is the part of the brain that makes us feel emotional pleasure was less active than when you have to endure stress by yourself and alone. So hey, your partner can help you calm down. And the opposite can be true for those who lack bonds created by attachment, have greater risk of unhappiness and serious health risks. In fact, when we find ourselves in unhappy relationships, we don't only suffer emotionally, but also physically. For example, if you aren't satisfied with your partner or marriage, when you're around the partner that you're unsatisfied with, it will actually raise your blood pressure due to the discomfort you feel around them. As long as they are within your proximity, your blood pressure will remain high, which could eventually lead to serious medical problems such as heart disease. So being deeply dissatisfied is different from getting annoyed once in a while with our partners because it's normal to have your partner drive you crazy once in a while. So what are the different types of attachment? A secure attachment comes from when parents raise a child and they provide their child with adequate attention and response to their needs. Now they don't have to be perfect, but pretty adequate. And they know the difference between their child's behavior when he or she wants affection or when he or she is hungry then that person is likely to have a secure relationship with adults if they develop that in childhood. And then if the parents do not meet our needs or are not emotionally available for us or something happens like one parent may pass away or some big abandonment happens in childhood, then these children can develop either anxious attachments or avoidant attachments, or a little of both. So anxious attachment is someone who really needs a lot of reassurance in a relationship. Like they're constantly afraid you're going to leave them, abandon them. That's their deepest fear. So they always are looking for that reassurance that you're really with them in the relationship, that you still love them. So an anxious person attaching to a secure person is usually the best scenario because that secure partner can give them the reassurance they're looking for. So an avoidant 
attachment is when someone is really afraid to get close to you. They don't want to show you their vulnerabilities or their insecurities because they're deep down afraid you're going to leave them if you show who you truly are. Or they feel like they can't trust you enough to be dependable because they simply did not get their needs met in childhood. So let's take a deep dive into the anxious attachment. Anxious people are typically preoccupied with their relationship and they're always worried their partner doesn't love them enough. So if you can imagine that you called your partner, well, he or she was at work because you missed them, yet rather than getting to hear the person's voice on the phone, you hear the dial tone as they either reject your call or silence you by turning the ringer off. From there, you get really nervous, worry, thinking that they don't love you anymore. A half an hour later, after you've become sick with concern, the person calls you back to apologize and explain they were just in a meeting and couldn't answer. This is a lot of emotional ups and downs that are probably really hard to deal with and get you really nervous and overthinking. And if this sounds like your style, then you should find someone who has the emotional resources to provide you with emotional security. When you date someone who cannot handle your needs, then your relationship will provide you absolutely no comfort and you will always be dissatisfied. And this book really stresses this a lot, that you need to tell someone your needs up front because why waste your time trying to change someone or get them to be the person you do need? The best route is to find the person that can fulfill your needs. And what better way to do that than just being upfront with what you desire? And the book gives a lot of examples of training people to recognize there's a lot of fish in the sea because the anxious attachment really thinks that the person they are with is going to be the only one that can be the one for them. And the truth is there's a lot of people that would fit together and be happy. It's just finding the person that is willing to go the extra mile if you're anxious to emotionally comfort you and support you and that you have enough of giving each other what you need in order to make the relationship work. So they really suggest, you know, getting out there, meeting a lot of people, the law of probability, right? The more people you meet, the more likely that you are able to find the person that fits into that more secure attachment style. Now I'm going to flip back to the anxious attachment style. So that is characterized by a person craving independence in a relationship. So if you want to put your imagination cap back on, imagine being in a relationship where you feel totally confined. Your partner seems really needy and you can't understand why it's so important to be dependent on just one person. So if you really crave independence, autonomy, and it sounds familiar to you, you probably have an avoidant attachment style. An avoidant person is one, again, who tries to maintain their autonomy while in relationships. 
People with avoidant attachment style try not to get too close to anyone, fearing that if they do so, they may lose their independence. They struggle to recognize the feelings of others, and it's quite difficult for them to maintain relationships. However, in this book, they have learned that everyone needs attachment. We all need each other. It's not really something that we can do without. So avoidance also have this need. However, they simply express it differently. When avoidant attachment people look for relationships, they often look for the one because they have difficult times creating compromise based on the personality and needs of their partner. So if they have this ideal idea of a perfect partner and how they should be, then that keeps them at a distance when they realize other people have flaws and other people have needs that they have to compromise. So oftentimes you can spot an avoidant person if they're always looking for that perfect partner that's going to make them really happy, but they never actually last in relationships. Now back to a secure attachment. People with secure attachment often just go with the flow and they are also the most common form of attachment. When it comes to relationship, most of us don't want to settle. We do want to find that perfect partner. The people who give us space when we feel confined and cuddle up to us when we feel lonely, you know, it's like more of a, hey, yes, I do want some autonomy, but I also want to be close to you, feel intimate, and know when I'm having a hard time, I can depend on you. And no, this is not the stuff that comes out of fairy tales. You can have a normal secure attachment with someone and they are not going to be perfect, but they're going to meet most of your needs. Now, the secure attachment also does not struggle with too much dependency or too little. They can actually read between the lines and understand a partner's needs without worrying about it too much, like the anxious person, or they're not indifferent about the person's pain and hurt like an avoidant person. In fact, being with a secure partner is the best predictor for a happy relationship because no relationship is without conflict because conflict is a part of any relationship, but fighting with your partner and making progress and doing it the right way makes for happier relationships. Here are a few important tips when you're having conflict with your partner. Number one, try not to generalize. For example, if you're having an argument about who took out the dog last and that bleeds into, well, you didn't take the dishes and put them away last night, then you are not talking about your original topic. You're going into all your misgivings of the other person, and this isn't help helping you resolve the issue at hand that you're actually talking about. Also, number two, pay attention to your partner's well-being. One way to do this is to find compromise on issues that will make everyone happy in the situation. And this 
takes problem solving with your partner, being able to talk through different scenarios, solutions, and to be able to communicate that together. So if you're disagreeing on weekend plans, try to take a minute to understand each other's point of view and then problem solve together. So if you have a problem with your partner, tell them. It's no good for anyone to let small problems fester over time. This can bring enormous strain onto your relationship. Instead, tell your partner when you're unhappy and you guys can discuss this together and hopefully work on a solution. And try to figure out your own attachment style. One thing the book talks about is how avoidant attachment styles are attracted to anxious attachment style. Because an avoidant attachment style usually doesn't pick another avoidant attachment style because they just don't have the glue to stay together. Now, because the avoidant attachment tries to pull away, the anxious attachment style tries to pull them in. So they are like opposites on a battery, negative and positive, and often come together, but it doesn't really create a healthy relationship unless you look into your own attachment style and try to heal that so that you can have a healthier relationship with your partner. And it's not impossible to heal your attachment style and it helps to better understand your needs and to learn to better communicate those needs to a partner who is able to fulfill them. So please don't worry if you're not the secure attachment style, that does not mean your relationship is doomed or you're doomed because if you learn effective communication, saying the right things at the right time, things get a lot easier for your relationship and you can learn this stuff and you can learn more about yourself and if you tend to push people away, then start practicing letting them in and letting yourself depend on them. And if you're feeling anxious in your relationship, how can you start to work with those thoughts so that you can maybe sit with that anxiety for a little bit before taking any action? These are all things you can learn in your relationship and going to therapy can help. So if you want to learn more about attachment style, pick up this book. It's really interesting. Loved it. And can't wait to talk more books next week. Till then, take care.